Warning! The following live webcast might contain content that some people find crude, vulgar, or objectionable. When watching this program, please make sure the room is well lit and do not sit too close to the screen. If you're uptight, easily offended, or lacking a sense of humor, please stop watching right now and leave the internet. Now it's time for Pipe Live. Hey everybody, how you doing tonight? I'm Mike Iaconelli. Welcome to Ike Live, presented by Mystery Tackle Box. Sitting next to me, my co-host, also known as Santa Claus, Pete Lusick. <laughs> how you doing tonight, Pete? Doing good, man. Okay, good to see you. Ready for another show? Oh, ready for another show, that's good. Uh, we're going to start the show off a little different, and we're going to run through the amazing companies that support us. But before we do that, dude, let, let's give these... Folks watching tonight, little little teaser on a huge exciting show. I'm excited about this one. Man, you surprised me. You just you just one of the greatest anglers in the world. Just you know, text come across my phone yeah. today. Hey, by the way, right? We've got a two time angler of the year, former classic champ, FLW champ. Yes, he's gonna be on the show tonight. No big deal. Davy Heights in the, on the show, <laughs> but in the house. This makes me excited. Yeah, we've got two other amazing anglers. Sitting over here on the couch. We're going to talk to him later, but give, give him a, a hint. Who have, we, who have we got here in the room with us? Well, some of you may know him by MDJ, uh, some other nicknames, but uh, I had a treat. Uh, we did some Bashu TV filming on the Delaware River, and, um, well, i got to say he put the beat down on me. Okay. For a little All while right. out there. All right. All right. <laughs> but we, we had fun fishing. I look forward to I, – I, a lot of things happened that day that was really interesting. Looking uh, forward to talking about it. Uh, let's leave it at that. We're going we're gonna to get to him later. And the mastermind behind Rippin' Lips. And I'm just going to get <laughs> one letter of the alphabet to say it all. Oh. <laughs> uh, but let, before we get into that, let's go through. And, you know, this show is brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. And uh, Mystery Tackle Box is the most amazing service that brings Christmas to your doorstep, Pete. Once a month. And because you look like Santa Claus, hold this box real quick. Hold this box. Uh, let me tell you something, man. If you are an angler and you want to try new stuff and get stuff sent directly to you, you've got to look into this. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. Check out these boxes that they offer. They've got incredible stuff in a Pete. Is it not incredible? We have a lot of fun with it at it's my awesome. house. You yes. know? It's a really cool gift. Uh, you're going to love it every month. Like you said, it's like Christmas. So check it out. From what I you told me earlier, we might have a special guest from Mystery Tackle Box with We're us We're going to have a special guest from Mystery Tackle Box. And in addition to that, let me remind everybody watching, if you're a hardcore Ike Live fan, you know this already, but I'm going to remind you. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, okay, use the coupon coupon code IKELIVE, you're going to get 50% off your first pro box, the black box, which is the good one. <laughs> and you're going to get 50% off that box, and that's 1250 for your first pro box. And that thing's worth like 45 50 bucks. Okay? So try it. you got no reason not to try it. Uh, and by the way, we are the only place that does a live unboxing of Mr. Tackle Box. I don't know if you knew that. That's pretty <laughs> I did, special. I did not know that. It's true. We're also brought to you by Flambeau, the absolute best in tackle storage and management. Check them out. Of course, they use Z-Rust. Keep your stuff from rusting. 
Pretty amazing boxes. You use them all the time. Absolutely. Yeah, it's key in your boat. Who else uh, helps support the show, Pete? TH Marine. Uh, yes. Anybody that bass fishes knows TH Marine. They make some of the greatest products in the world. Atlas, Jack Plates, Hydrowave. And I, I'm using one of the simplest products they make right now. I just installed the uh, the rubber uh, bungee style uh, rod holders on exactly. the front deck of my boat. Um, just amazing. Uh, amazing piece of gear. So fast, so simple, easy to install. Uh, TNA, TH Marine, not TNH, but TH makes some of the best products they in the world. They make great products. I was on their website the other day and looking around. And, dude, it's funny because you said that. They have everything. Mm-hmm. Dude, if you need something for your boat from a bungee all the way to a freaking jack plate, they've got it. Check them out. And and what they have is better than what you currently have on your boat. So if you're using a style, a piece of equipment uh, for bass fishing, you can bet the TNH makes the best in the business. We're also brought to you by Hobie Kayaks. Kayak fishing is changing the world right now. Um, and I, I got to tell you, dude, fishing out of the Hobie, it's refreshing. When I get out there, I'm at the ground level with the mm-hmm. fish. It, it brings me back to my youth. And on top of that, I can get in places I can't get with my big boat. Nice. Pretty key. Pretty key. And you know they have the pedal drive system. You don't need a pedal. Pretty key. Awesome. Uh, what about that liquid man? It's the time. Uh, this is this is really the peak time. I mean, it's good using scents any time of year, but in that cold weather season, what we're dealing with here in our part of the country and really all over the country right now is falling water temperatures. It's getting trickier to trigger the bites. Big time. Uh, it's Big time, time. It's time to use scents. Use anything you can do to help you trigger strikes. Uh, give Liquid Mayhem a try. We have a special coupon for them. Uh, Brian the Carpenter, real quick, chime in. Coupon for Liquid Mayhem. What do we got? Ike Live 25 for 25% Ike off everything on their site, including their sweet, sweet, sweet. Oh, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Wait for it. What do we got? What do we got? This super sweet lid. Wow. <laughs> no. A little hat promotion. Right. There I it like is. It. And finally, Ike Live 25. this show is brought to you by Tackle Warehouse. Let me tell you, the best way to sum it up, 99.9% of the other fishermen I know use Tackle Warehouse. That's all i got to say about that. It's so easy. That's enough to talk about it. That is enough. All right. So, enough with that. Brian DeCarpenter, let's get the show started. Come on. Let's go. What is this foolishness? How many dreams can you shape in a minute, an hour? The kind of clean you like best. Lost three of my teeth, too. All right, so you lost. Next time you win. Steamy, hot, hearty, delicious, invigorating. Folks at home, folks at home, how you doing tonight? Welcome to the Ike Live Thanksgiving special, and we're giving thanks to having some special guests in the show tonight. 
Of course, sitting to my right is Pete, a.k.a. Pete Danger Glusick. Danger. You got a new, <laughs> you got a new name tonight. Danger. I, I kind of like it. You do like it, don't you? I like it better than Santa Claus. Point at that camera right there. I want you to – Brian, give me a close-up of this. I I'm want on. you to point at that camera and say dangerous, but say it in the most mysterious – Dangerous voice you can. Go ahead. Look at that camera, and I want you to point. Do your pointing thing where you say bitches, but but say dangerous. That's right. I'm dangerous. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> wow. Good job, Pete. You feeling it? I am feeling it. <laughs> You're feeling it. I feel a lot. Uh, good good to have you back, Pete. Uh, I'm stoked about the show tonight. What about you? You look happy. I'm happy, man. I'm not wearing a pilgrim costume or a turkey hat. <laughs> and we've done that in the yeah, past. Yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> Just because I didn't we make you wear anything. Yeah, and there's always spandex, very clingy. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no special suits tonight. Uh, I met, we mentioned it in the uh, precursor to the show, but, man, we've got two very, very special guests in the studio tonight. I'm so excited to have these guys that travel a long way. Uh, and without further ado, I want to introduce two guys that are on the casting couch tonight. It's going to make it a great show. To my right, the one and only MDJ. You know him as Mark Daniels Jr. in the house with us tonight. Oh! Hey, raise the roof a little bit. Wow, here's some music. Hey, that's my, that's my new favorite song. Yeah. Diamond Girl. <laughs> you know, and I like the splash, oh, the splash, too. Did you put the splash in, Brian, or was that in there? Uh, that's in there. Now, you know, they're going to ask you, and we're going to get to this later, but you're going to make a couple big announcements tonight. But yeah. you may be requesting, uh, might have to request a theme song. To come on in every tournament you fish coming right. up this year. Any chance you could pick Diamond Girl? It's 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 at the top of the list right now. I mean it's <laughs> it's, a, it's a strong it's a strong suit right now. You know, throwback songs I, I are like good. That one, yeah, bro. Are. Yeah. yeah, and all the old heads in the crowd. Every time you come up, we'll just be. They'll be able to yeah, appreciate yeah. that. They'll be stripping. That's you'll, right. You'll see the pelvis. Uh, the so, pelvis thrust. Mark, thank you for coming, man. Uh, I'm excited I'm, to, me, to have you tonight. And sitting Absolutely. next to you. Uh, and, and we're going to get into this a little later. Um, a guy that I've been watching from afar for a lot of years, uh, you know, really changed the way that people are watching fishing. And I think uh, a guy that's really helped get a lot of new people involved in fishing. It's the mastermind, the creator, the presidente of Rip and Lips, Mr. O. In the oh. house tonight. Oh, I'm yeah. How you doing? I'm Good to see you. Oh, it's great to see everybody. Dude, I, I'm excited to have you. Uh, we're we're going to get into it later, yeah, but yeah, I've, I've been watching you for a long time. Is that weird? Does that sound weird that I've been watching you? you brother. And I don't, I don't mean it in a weird, like... I've been watching you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've been watching you. Bro. I've been watching you. Thank you. Yeah. So we've been watching each other. We've been watching each yeah. other. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, we're going we're gonna to get back to what I mean by that in a little bit. But let me finish introducing our room. Because sitting in the booth tonight, we've got very important people, Pete. Who's so, back there? I see a character from last month's show. You do? Oh, what the? That's, he's making a cameo. Well, let me start next to him. Uh, the man that makes the show happen, the guy that pushes the buttons... The one and only Brian the Carpenter, a.k.a. Hey. Ding Dong. How you doing? Hey, what's up, man? Good to see you. 
You doing okay? I know you had a rough last just, couple nights. I just applauded myself. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you just applauded yourself. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Me and uh, me and O and MDJ had an epic uh, Friday evening. I had to That's welcome right. into town. So. That's right. Uh, we may we might want to know about tidbits. I don't know if we want to know everything. You ain't getting it all. Tidbits that night. <laughs> Most of it didn't happen. Most of it didn't happen. Right. Okay. You right. can always always play the fifth. Uh, and sitting next to you, I I don't know. I just I thought. Where do he? I thought our regular guest. I thought we had Dave Brodzik, aka Fathead, our very own Dave, in the house tonight. But instead, I see making a cameo back from our Halloween special, Stormtrooper, in the house tonight. Great to be back, my lord. <laughs> wow, it's good to see you. Uh, your head looks bigger than it did last time. Is that possible? Very. <laughs> right. And uh, and also in the booth tonight, and she's kind of hiding right now, but I'd, I'd like to see her head, if I could, the very beautiful, the very lovely Rebecca. How you doing tonight, Beck? Hi, everybody. Okay, you're not getting away from this. Who are you wearing tonight? Sorry. Under Armour. Under Armour! Yeah. yeah. Good choice. Okay. And what are you doing back here tonight, Beck? You just hanging out? Or are you working IMs? Or what are you doing? I'm here for moral support to keep you all in line, and I'm answering work emails. Whoa! Still work in the booth. That's that's pretty interesting. Pete, do you ever do work in the booth? <laughs> From time to time. <laughs> From time to time. All right. So, we've got a great show. Let me remind everybody watching, you are a key part of the show. We want to hear from you. If you've got questions for anybody, you've got questions for O, you got questions for Mark, if you got questions why Pete looks like Santa Claus, we want to hear from you. <laughs> Hit us up on our instant messaging board right there to the left of your screen. Hit us up on the IM. You could also get us on social media at the Ike Live social channels, at Ike Live Show, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And a little bit later, Pete, I know this scares you every time I say this, but in the last part of the show, as things start to progress, we may even open up the, uh, the phone lines. The toll-free number. Uh-oh. Well, we're off limits with Bass Pro. Uh, <laughs> True story. Uh, Cabela's. I'm sure Cabela's is, now that they're tied together, I guess that means we're <laughs> off with them, too. <laughs> By default, yeah. we're banned from Cabela's as well. Yeah. By default. But uh, I, I want to jump right into it. And uh, I, I want to start, Mark, I'm going to start with you. Let's go for and, it. And uh, one of the things, and I, I, I'm very curious of this a lot, and I asked... Almost everybody that sits on that couch, I ask them the same question, and I want to hear from you. Um, how'd you get into the sport? How did you get into to fishing? Well, I mean, like a lot of us, our parents, my dad, man, my dad's a big time fisherman. Yeah. He grew up in Berkeley, California, right there on the bay, and uh, you know, as a kid, he'd go out on the Berkeley pier and catch, you know, literally anything that bit. Yeah. So of course, as he got older, his love for the sport, he introduced it to me, and uh, of course, you know, I grew up in the Bay Area as well in Richmond. And every weekend, man, he'd take us out and uh, and and we fish off the shore for ocean perch. Yep. Back then, you know, a little power worms and grass shrimp or whatever we had, you know, a couple bucks, you know, five bucks in the car, just ride around, man, and go catch perch, man. And that was that's how I got started, you know. It's and it's, it's just amazing, gross. A very similar story for me, yeah. With with uh, trout and panfish and the Poconos, mm-hmm. very similar story. We have a lot of lot of guests that sit down on that couch. And it always comes back to somebody in their family mm-hmm. right. or, or a friend of a friend that introduced you to the sport, especially at a young age. Seems yep. like that's a common theme. And it almost always starts on the bank, yeah, yeah. on oh, that yeah. dock, you yep. know, yeah. running around throwing rocks mm-hmm. and chasing turtles right. and, yeah. you know, just having fun catching being outside. Crabs. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Catching yeah. crabs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, I, I want to um, 
talk a little bit about where you grew up because another commonality I think I feel like we've got a little synergy between us is growing up where you grew up, especially as you got into your teens, you got into middle school and high school. Dude, fishing wasn't fishing wasn't like the thing. It wasn't it wasn't the hotbed of activity for a teenager. It was anti cool area. Yeah, Yeah. anti cool. Anti cool. Yeah, anti cool. -cool. I would sneak. You you know, you didn't want to get caught. So it was you get your rods and your reels. You either got up super early before all the cute girls got active, right? Because you couldn't get caught on the bus with a bucket and some spinning rods. You know, it's like, God, leave what I'm going to do. So you up 5, 6 o'clock in the morning, sneak it to the little local pond or to the yes. to the pier or whatever it was, yes. man. Because it wasn't cool. It was yes. not cool. Isn't that funny? No. It, I, like, it's it's exactly the same. Dave Brodzik actually showed back up. Stormtrooper left. Dave Brodzik showed up in the booth. Uh <laughs> Dave, you remember those days? Do you remember Dot and Mert and Roberta driving us to lakes? This is before we could drive. We'd all be piled in the car and like Almanessen. We'd get out and always they'd let us cross the parking lot on the other side. Um, and we'd like look across and we'd be looking to make sure no cars are coming. <laughs> yep. So no chicks That's from right. Triton or Volts or whatever. So, do you remember that? Talk about that, Dave. Well, oh, absolutely. First, it was the shame of being dropped off by your parents. Right. I, that was the double whammy. And then the other part was we were usually like in we were usually in like hip waders. You know, we had our at the time there were no cool hats that fit your head. All of our hats were way higher than what yeah, them big old truck driver hats. <laughs> our polarized glasses look like you could weld in them, you know, like it was you know, so yeah, you're making the dash, man. God forbid you're seen. Uh, let me let me ask you guys a question. Is 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 that different now, do you think? I I don't know. I I'm gonna answer yes. I think I believe two things. First thing is I feel really bad about feeling like that. Like right. I look back on it, I'm like, why the hell right. did I do that? You right. know. And later, in fact, later in my life, I started letting go of that. As early as a senior, I'll mm-hmm. tell you a true story. When I was a senior in high school, Brian DeCarpenter I think knows the story. I had a class that was like a public speaking class as a senior in high school, and I had to get up there and you had to demonstrate something that you could do something unique that you were good at. And, you know, everybody was bringing in normal stuff, you know, normal run-of-the-mill stuff. And I thought the only time I felt comfortable talking to people was when I talked about fishing, even at a, at a young age. It's really interesting, right? And I'm like, I screw it. I'm going to come in and I'm going to talk about how to fillet a fish. Mm-hmm. This is a true story. I'm dating myself, <laughs> right? I'm dating myself here. So I brought in a crappie. That I had caught. It was a good one. It was about a pound and a quarter crappie. I had it wrapped in tin foil, and I had it in the freezer. I brought that in, and and as soon as I got in, I had that my fillet knife, and I put them in the top of my rod locker. That was last period. Your rod locker. Class. In my school locker, I said rod locker. I put it in my school locker, and that class was last period. And I went in and got the fish and brought it in, and I filleted a freaking crappie Lord. in wow. front of the rest of the class. Dude, cool. can you imagine bringing in a effing fillet knife <laughs> with a blade that long nowadays in Not high today. school? Oh, no, definitely. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It, happen, it never right? happened. It would happen. But did... I, I started to let go of it as I got a little older. And by the time I was a freshman in sophomore college, I was like, screw it. This is what I'm doing. This is what I love to do. But so I feel bad. I feel bad that I felt like that. But I do feel like. Fishing's changed culturally. I feel like it's mm-hmm. cooler now. Oh, I want you to jump in here because you're a little bit behind some of this. Do oh, you yeah. think? Do you think that culturally, 
fishing, especially bass fishing, is more accepted as a cool sport for oh, young people oh, now? definitely. Uh, like I said, when I first started coming up, yeah, they laughed. It was funny to them, like fishing, you know. Yeah. But now, with the internet and everything, and it seemed like the sport didn't got more popular, very more popular, the the kids yes. that gravitate to it, you know. Yes. And I said the the emails and the uh, when I see them and the questions, you can just see it in their eyes, like like. How, and then some of them know so much. Right. You know, right. I'm like how how do you like ten and you know yeah. like I do. You know? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And, and from there, you know, I, I definitely believe that it's definitely cool. And I feel like you know, guys like myself and and other guys who came up like that, you know, and, and that was my biggest thing. I, I wanted to turn it cool you know especially coming from east oakland um in the bay area you know no one fished you know my right. i was lucky enough that my dad actually took me fishing you right. know and and i just wanted to come back and pretty much let everybody know hey this is cool and yep. if in high school y'all thought i was cool well this is what i'm doing now yeah so i'm gonna connect that with the coolness yep. and, and you guys come on out and let's have a good time yeah, yeah. nice I, I agree i think the, i think the internet and the web has really helped to change the image of, of fishing. I think Dave's point was is true too. I mean, it's a lot. The gear with Under Armour, with right. what they're putting Very out true. for fishing right uh, now, and Very true. and the sunglass companies, you know. Very true. Getting out and Lord knows we're influencing a lot of kids to be cool with my beard. That's right. Oh, that I'm sporting <laughs> tonight. You know, Definitely. we're making changes right now. Yeah. They're they're jumping all over. Uh, Mark, I like back, back to your story, Mark. So so you 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 learn how to fish from your family. Yeah. Great story. You're a teen. You're getting more into it now. You're kind of on the down low like we were. Mm-hmm. Tell me about now. You're getting older. You graduate. What's 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 going on in your life? Yeah, I uh, well, yeah, I started fish. I fished my first tournament when I was 14. So I was still in high school. Young. Well, yeah, I was I was a freshman in high school. Yeah. My first tournament, right? Had to get this permission slip from my parents written up and all this to fish as a co-angler in a in a in a uh, in a TBF tournament way back when. Yeah. And um, so I started fishing tournaments in high school but again it was still the whole not cool right so i would kind of keep it on low yeah and, 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 a, and a similar story to you mike it's funny you say that about your senior year in high school my senior year in high school i qualified to make the state team Ooh. for tbf that's right? a big accomplishment that's huge in high school yeah. oh, i was i was juiced I, yeah. I, I was i was beyond myself but what happened was one of my high one of the high school editors of the newspaper wanted to do a story on it Wow. And I was scared. I didn't know. I was like, a story on that? The editor's name, was, the editor's name wasn't Jay Kumar, was it? No, nah, no. Okay. Just check. No, no, not, not him. His, I remember his name. His name was Tony Cummins. Tony Cummins. Shout out to Tony Cummins. If hey, you wherever he's at, hey, Tony Cummins. Good looking out. I was unsure at the moment, but I love you now, bro. So he did this article, right? And for whatever reason, when the article dropped that next week, it was on the front page of the school's newspaper. Yeah. I was late to school that day. I don't remember if I was overslept or whatever the deal was. I come into school, and the first people I see is like five or six of my buddies that I hung out with, right? And they're all dying laughing. And I'm like, like what's going on? What's yeah. so funny? And they all got a copy of this school. <laughs> and they, they, yeah, they hold it up like this. And they like this, and I'm like, oh, man. And it's this goofy picture. It's all black and white, so I look crazy. And I got like this little two-pounder. And I'm like this. Oh, and they talked about me for for weeks, wow. for years. Yeah, dude, that's funny. Uh, it's a very we again another similarity. The Tom Hernishan picture that we posted on so one of the and we talked earlier that's off right. the show. We that's talked right. about we had this core group of guys 
And it was myself, it was Brian DeCarpenter, it was Dave Brodzik, and Tom Hernishan, our other buddy, a.k.a. Pepeon. And, um, and McGraw. And McGraw. We forgot about McGraw. He doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Dave just went, that wasn't nice. <laughs> no, nah, we love you, John. We're just messing. And our buddy Tom had a picture of a, like a, not, it wasn't even a two-pounder. It was about a pounder and a half. And he's holding it with no shirt on, with that high hat. And Brian, what did we do with that picture? Dude, you. Me? Yeah, it was you. What was it? <laughs> yeah, there, in the back of the history class, there was a uh, a board, a, a cork board, where everybody was putting their, their prom their pictures. Their prom pictures. It was sophomore year. <laughs> their prom oh. pictures. Yeah, dudes with their date. Oh. Dudes with their date. So everybody <laughs> tucks, zum-zum dress, <laughs> flowers. <laughs> I mean, beautiful couples. And there's Tom. Holding a pound and a half for shirtless. And, and he had the big Terminator And he had X. the Terminator glasses on. Yeah, the big ones. And so big. We, it was great because I got, you know, we'd like watch. And we'd, we wouldn't get close enough to give ourselves away, but we'd all be huddled in the back of the room, like, watching the reactions. So the girls would be going up, like, what? <laughs> like, some would be, like, looking at it. Some would be laughing. Some would be giggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we had this other tall guy, and he, he did more saltwater fishing. He walked up, and he started looking at it, and he's... He's like, why did Tom put that up there? It's not even a big fish. Yeah, it was so True funny. Story. True story. Oh, yeah, it's hilarious. I, I love it. I didn't get to see that picture from my basement classroom, dude. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Dave was in the special classroom. So, so how did the story work out for you? I mean, did uh, oh, the, so did the ladies just start coming? It might have worked in real life. <laughs> well, yeah. well, the thing was, like I was saying, what Mike's story is, is by that point, senior year in high school, I was comfortable with it. Yeah, it was like, you know go. what, man? Gotcha. This you is what go. I love to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all shoot hoops. I play baseball, too. Yeah. You know, all through high school. And it's like, you guys shoot hoop, you play football, you do this, you don't do anything. So, yeah. you know, I fish, bro. Yeah. That's just what I do. Take take it or take it or leave mm-hmm. it. And yeah. I just kind of left it at that. Yeah. You know? That's amazing. I want to get back. That's amazing that you qualified for the state team as a senior. I yeah. wonder... I wonder how many times that's been done. Very few, I would imagine. Well, in, in the rules, it's in most rules, bass rules anyway, it's 16. It's 16. So it could yeah. have happened in 10th or 11th yeah. grade, I imagine. Right, right. But it's it's got to be extremely rare. I'd be rare. curious. That's extremely rare because it's hard to make the team. Well, oh, let, no now there, is this a state team in your club? For my state. For the state yeah, of California. The federation. You're yeah, one federation. of how many? Twelve. One of twelve yeah. at eighteen years old. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, seventeen. That's a. And you you could oh, fit 17. like fifty New Jerseys. Yeah. In California, <laughs> yeah, you can. No doubt. I'm telling you. Yeah, that's an amazing accomplishment. That's an amazing Thank accomplishment. You yeah, I mean, you know, at the time, you know, I'm I'm seventeen years old. I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I made the state team. I'm like, oh, is that cool? Or like, I, you know, I just I didn't know what's the next step now. Very well, difficult. Then, when you look at the grand scheme of things, of course, now looking back, I I mean, it was a huge accomplishment for me at you know during mm-hmm. that time, but uh. Yeah, I didn't really know what I had done. I just knew I was going to the next level, whatever that was, yeah. which was uh, uh, Western Divisionals. Wow, yeah. very mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Now, at that time, think back. Did, were you aspiring to be a pro angler at that I was. time? Yep. Wow. I was. Uh, I like I, like a lot of pros. I, I had made my mind up. This is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. But what happened was, um, I went on to go to that Western Divisional tournament, and uh, I was getting pressure from from my parents about college and all of that, and and I was like, nah, I don't, I don't want to go to college type of deal. And they're like, nah, you need to. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. I want to do this fishing thing. And uh, I kind of made a deal with myself. I yeah. said, man, if I don't do good in this one tournament, I don't know why I did this, but I was like, if I don't do good in this tournament, 
I'll consider the whole college thing. Yeah. And I traveled all the way up there to, I can't remember what state we were in, like Utah or Wyoming or somewhere yeah. crazy. I've never been. And I completely bombed in a tournament. I think I blanked on the first day or something like that. It was crazy. Bad tournament for me. And I was like, yeah, I might need to reconsider this. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should think about going to school, you know? Yeah. And then Sorry. when it, when it t- took like a huge break from fishing at yeah. that point. Yeah. It was weird. So you took a break. What what happened next? I have a little note here. I got to ask you. I have a note that says, "Potato chips, maybe Frito Lay." Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I don't even want to think about Our that. Our researchers that work in that booth hey, are very boy, good. Y'all got some good. There's stuff. something in your past. They're hey, gonna get, find it. That guy that right there. Work. Mike, you got some dirt in there. I'm I got sure. some dirt. Hey, don't tell him what he got in there. No, I went to work, man. I, you know, being a kid, not knowing what responsibility was at the time real life or anything like that I, I went to work got a job with a company my dad still works for for this day uh they they sell auto parts yeah so i said i'm gonna get a job i was making like nine bucks an hour right yeah living at home i have my own car no no responsibilities no bills no nothing and i'm making like nine bucks an hour i think i'm rich yeah i got everything i got it made i ain't gotta pay rent none well about a year into the job one day my mom walks upstairs knocks on the door She's like, son, I need rent. I'm like, rent? Yeah. What, for what? From who? For me? Yeah. Can't be talking to me. <laughs> yeah. Not your youngest son. <laughs> so uh, reality hit in real quick. Yeah. You know? So I was like, man, maybe I really need to reconsider this school thing again. And, uh, I, I, you know, I, I battled with that for a little bit. Then finally went to school, man. I was just like, forget it. Yeah. You know, it was just too much. Yeah. So, yeah, that's 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 how it went, man. Yeah, it's hey. a reality check is a good thing. Oh, in I had, that case, I had one. I had one for sure. What was yours? Well, mine's. I didn't go to college right after high school. Is that right? I did not. I, I actually. Bri- I'm gonna get Brian the carpenter to back me up on this in a second. The year I graduated high school, my mom basically said the same thing. She's like, "If you're not going to college, you better get a job. Yep. Or you know, you gotta pay. You gotta start paying for stuff. You gotta go get a job." And I got a job. Me and Brian actually got the job at the same exact time. We got a job at a place called Accumark, which did shipping and receiving for, I think, Macy's. I think so, yeah. yeah. It was Macy's. (laughs) And I can tell you it was absolutely, besides the laughs that we had, it was the worst job in the world. It did. It sucked. You know what's funny? It was terrible. I I actually, for some reason, that popped into my head today. I, I, I knew it was going to come up. I don't know why. Wow. I don't know what the thought process was, but I knew that was coming up. Yeah. Wow. What would yeah. you guys do there? Work in the warehouse? Through boxes. Yeah. You what? Through boxes. Through boxes. So boxes. There was, there was sh- it was shipping and receiving. Yeah. So I worked in the receiving. I got the boxes came in. Mm-hmm. They'd go out on rollers. They'd blah, 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 do whatever they had to do, and they'd go back out. So he worked on the other side. He worked on the shipping side. I worked on the receiving side. And... Uh, one of the things I vividly remember, i got to tell the story, is so we would still try to bust each other's balls and talk and communicate <laughs> across this massive freaking warehouse. And you got to remember, there's warehouse noise. There's rollers. Right. There's doors shutting. There's, eh, there's noises. There's forklifts. And so we learned this technique where we started learning how to burp. Oh, yeah. Extremely freaking loud. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Obnoxiously loud. Obnoxiously oh. loud. Yeah. Annoyingly loud. Annoyingly for... loud. Like the worst, loudest burp. Y'all got to give us one. 
I brought I got I got can somebody I got we got to hear it. Still got it? No, yeah, let me get some beer in me. Yeah, later So we I've never I your technique is strong. Thank you. I've never heard anybody <laughs> as loud as you. Thank you. And wow. that was all because of Acumar. It, it echoes <laughs> down the lake. Yeah. It's good yeah. to put that together. I'm glad to but be dude, able I mean, to do that. I mean, I'd be I'd be over there working. I'd be pulling boxes out of the back of this one truck, and all of a sudden you just hear, and like, it's noisy, but you hear, ah! <laughs> with like a little couple yeah, of girls at the end, like, ah! <laughs> I was like, bro! <laughs> <laughs> True story. True story. So, so yeah, uh, reality checks are good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So were you guys were both working. Were you guys still fishing at that time? Were you were you yeah, fishing I mean, during that period? Yeah, I would still fish. I mean, you know, weekend type deal. Yeah. On the weekends, I fished in my my club back home where I got my start. Uh, bank, shout out to Bank, Bass Angles in California. That's where I got. That's where I got my feet wet with tournament bass fishing. And uh, I would still compete with them. And then me and my dad would just fish recreationally on the weekend like that. But I wasn't as serious, you know? Yeah, so you you had to take professional fishing and say, wait a minute. Yeah, it was it was, it was a bad reality check for yeah, me at the yeah. time. It's like, you know, we all inspire to be something, but we don't necessarily know the, the legwork and, and, and everything to make it there, just how yeah. hard it is. Yeah. And so it was like, as I was trying, and I was so young, so I was a little immature still, too. It was it was tough. <laughs> I'm like, man, you know, this it's not working out. I gotta figure something else out. Yeah. You know, and then it's then a whole work or go to school. I got I got my mom in my ear the whole time too. Like, it's gonna be one or the other. You know. And yeah. I'm like, oh man. So you know? so you I, we we talked uh, the other day and you went to school in Alabama. I did, yeah. And did you did you go there because the fishing was good or how'd that no, how'd you wind I, up I, going uh, there? That, that's a that's a funny story in itself. I had an older I got over I got three older sisters, but I got one in particular who also graduated from Tuskegee University. And uh, when this whole school thing <laughs> came about, <laughs> that, that was, that was all, definitely not as impressive that was, as they that were. That wasn't that good. <laughs> no. Is that oh, Brian? Oh, we're just getting started. That oh, okay. sucked. That oh, wasn't that, that, that wasn't good, Brian. Yeah, you gotta that do that again. Suck. But no, my my sister man, she she kind of helped me out a little bit. She's like. Well, Mark, you really should try applying here. I'm like, I was looking at a bunch of schools back home and then uh, considering going to a JC and, you know, that whole deal. And she's like, nah, you should really consider looking into Tuskegee, uh, blah, blah, blah. It's, a, it's a HBCU, Historical Black College and University. And, uh, and I was just like, I'm not trying to leave California to go to Alabama. That was my mindset at the time. I'm like, nah, I don't think I'm going to do it. Well, she was like, just consider it, you know. Yeah. So, of course, I dug around a bunch of other schools and stuff, and I found myself right back there. She was already there, so I had some family, you know. Yeah. End up applying. They had they had the major that I was considering, which was environmental science. Oh, my God. That was still – that was substandard again. Brian, I'm, Bryce, I'm listen. Sorry. Save the – No, no, no. They're, they're, <laughs> they're just – Yeah, yeah, you're big. I want to hear a big one. They're just starting to build. Okay. So. All right. them up, bro. So that's edu- how that happened, dude. Oh, so I ended up – man. We have an educated man telling us his background. You interrupt him with a hey, – that, that was perfect time, and I love it. I should have never brought up the damn actor. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just ruined the show. <laughs> that's going to be all night. Damn it. Oh, I'm, I'm going to get something going here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Off water. I am drinking. This is vodka. That's, uh, that's our Tito's. Yeah, Tito's. If you're listening, we're Straight. drinking Tito's. That's right. Yeah, if you're listening. <laughs> Still working on that. One. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love it. So I so I want to know um, interesting things. So you're going to school. You're um, still getting home. You're fishing the Delta because my first couple times I saw you. And kind of saw some of the stuff you're doing. It always related to the Delta. I saw a yeah. lot of your early stuff based on the Delta. Yeah. 
So you were still getting back and fishing the Delta. You're cutting your teeth at the Delta. Yep. That was an important place for you. Oh, man, it was everything. Yeah. Everything, man. That's why I learned how to fish. That's where I fished my first tournament. Um, I mean, from the infancy as me becoming a professional angler, it started there. I learned there. I cut my teeth there. I got my heart broke there. I won there. I lost yeah. there. I, you know, everything. Yeah. Around, uh, surrounded around the, the Delta, man. And, uh, <clears throat> It's just it's a beautiful place. It's one of the best fisheries in the nation, in my opinion. Yeah, I've, you've you've dropped some mega bags there. I love it there. Uh, place is bad. It's an awesome man. place, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. It, it's uh, like the Delaware, but big. about a thousand times better. Yeah, and big. bigger. It's, yeah, it's yeah. on my it's on my hit list. It's a great place. No big title drop, but yeah. it's a tight. It fishes like a title fishery. Yeah, it really no does. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to go there. But I, something occurs to me for those folks that that don't know Mark Daniels Jr. Um, who we're talking to right here? I'm right he, here. He's uh, he won the Federation National Championship. <clears throat> he won an FLW at Costa. Was uh, it's called Costa now. At the time, it was a Rayovac. Rayovac, yeah, same, same deal. On the Delta. On the Delta. Yep. Yeah. On the Delta, and is has now qualified for the Bassmaster Elites, yes. which he will be a rookie at uh, this year. So, well, wait a minute. You're assuming <laughs> that. What? He hasn't made the announcement yet that yeah. he's going to be fishing the elites. Well, I didn't. I said he qualified. Oh, okay. Ah. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, I did jump the jump the gun there yeah. a little bit. But that's who that we're was, talking to, man. That was choice this, words, though. That this, was good. This is <laughs> this is a real deal. This is a a powerhouse angler on on okay. the upswing right now. That's who we have on our show for tonight. Now, now we'll keep that in mind, though, because I want to I want to call Mark to the plate on this Uh-oh. a little later in the Uh-oh. show. I don't want to do it right now. Build okay. a little suspense. But we might call him to play on whether he's going to fish bass or not. It's a big call, man. It is. It's a $75,000 call. Yeah. Big I call. might have to call somebody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I, I want to I uh, switch it up here a little bit because I need to know. So you're fishing the Delta. Yeah. And and how did this – how did you meet O? How did, how did you become a, a member of the Rippin' Lips <laughs> hit oh, squad? Man. Hey. How did all this happen? Funny I need, story, man. I need to figure this let out. Me, right I'm going to give you the story on that. So <laughs> – so we got a mutual friend, uh, one of my best friends, Jamon Andrews, one of my, my team partner for years, man. Uh, they had already knew each other, okay? So me and Jay, we're fishing tournaments at the time, blah, blah, blah. And Jay's like, man, he's like, I got a buddy who makes these these fishing videos or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's been giving me all these DVDs and shirts and stuff. And, uh, you know, he wants you to check it out, man. He's just like, he just wants you to check his work out and see what it's all about. Yeah. So Jay hands me off a DVD, gives me a shirt. And I'm just kind of like one of them. I just kind of put it in the back of this car, just one of them type of deals. Like, <laughs> thanks, man. Cool. Well, you know, about a week later, I'm bored at home. You know, I'll, I'll go to the car for some reason. I don't remember how I w- went down, but I see this ripping lips DVD sitting yeah. there. And I'm like, man, let me see what Jay's talking about with this whole yeah. ripping listing. So I get in the house, man. I pop the, pop the DVD in there, man. And instantaneously, it was just like the most positive vibe ever. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, I do know what it, you mean. It was fishing plus comedy plus all this positive energy packed in one in one DVD. In addition to what really caught me is it had a it had a strong urban feel to yeah. it because like O said earlier, he's from East Oakland. You know, I grew up in Richmond in the Bay Area, so we got that that city side of it but he put it but it's still fishing though yeah so this is like everything i love wrapped up in one dvd yeah 
And I called Jay up after watching the entire thing because I watched the whole the whole yeah. DVD, right? I'm like, this is dope, dude. I'm like, man, I got to be a part of this. I said, I got to meet whoever – what's the guy's name? He's like, oh, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I got to meet this dude. Yeah. I got to be down with this because I just – I love it. Yeah. And that's that's how that's how it went down. Wow. So, yep. so when you – oh, when you heard uh, MDJ <coughs> wants to meet you, loves your stuff, Yeah. what's going through your mind? Oh, I, I didn't even know him. So I didn't even <laughs> you were like, wow, whatever. Yeah, he was like, oh, he wants to meet you. He wants to be a part of the show. I was yeah. like, all right, whatever. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this time, I mean, him and Jay, they're doing the bass fishing, but I wasn't bass fishing. You right. Know, I was crappies, catfish. Yeah, you're pipers. just fishing. Yeah, I'm just going out fishing. Yeah. You know, whatever's biting, I'm going out to do that. You yeah. know, just doing my videos like that. So when him and when Mark and Jamal came, they were like, you know, let's add bass fishing into it. And yeah. We're gonna also teach you how to bass fish as well. Yeah. So I was like, well, that's a win-win. You know, yeah. let's let's go for it. But at the same time, they just teamed up to do tournaments. So it was like right at the same time, all this happened. Right. And then I said, um, well, what are you guys? So we sitting there thinking like, what should we do the next show? What should we do the next show? And I said, well, how about I start coming out filming you guys tournaments? And then I'll just you know talk and crack jokes in the background, and then we'll and we said, okay, let's do that. And like the next ten tournaments. They just went on a tear. I mean, a t- like yeah. nobody could see them, yeah. and it was just magical the whole yeah. time. And then for me to be there to see it, I was like, wow. And then once I see him, I said, I tell him down, I said, I don't want to do videos no more. I want to be a bass fisherman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you caught the bug. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I now, thought, now, did you ever ask for a percentage of their winnings? Because you were directly the reason I, they I, went on that tear. I don't, bring, I, don't bring that up. I, I, there's back pain. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, he might, he might want some money, man. He start patting my pockets. He's, he's the tightest. I might shoot a couple coins out of him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, and quickly it became. Like, we became three brothers, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. after the tournament, we would go have tacos, and they would talk about the whole day, and right. I would just sit there and listen, and it was like, I, I didn't even know what they were talking, you know, they were th- talking about lures and this and that, I'm like, I don't know what you guys are talking yeah. about, so I started asking more and more questions, but then I told them, I said, listen, I'm about to put you on a bigger platform, because by that time, I probably had close to like a million views, maybe over a million views, Yeah. you know, and I said, listen, let's take it there, you know, yeah. and... It, it just became it became bigger than me after yeah. that, you know. And then I kind of start playing the background and really just working on the editing to make it just nice, you know, and, and, and start motivating more people, especially like Marseille, like from the inner city, to, to come out like, listen, you're here, but around you are so many lakes and so many beautiful right. places to go. <clears throat> yeah. You don't have to stay right here. Absolutely. Right. Look at this video. Yeah. I'm, I'm 45 minutes from you. Yep. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Y'all can pack up all your buddies. Come here. I'm sh- this is what we're doing. Yeah. We got the grill. We're partying. Music's in the background. Yeah. We're catching fish. Yeah. Having a good time. Why would you not yeah. want to do this? Yeah. It's, it's funny because there's another big similarity. You know, we keep talking about these similarities between it. And, um, you know, we started a fishing club. Uh, 1991, we started Top Rod Bassmasters. We have the jacket out. Jacket. We might, <laughs> might pull back in here in a second. Uh, but when we started Top Rod... It was very similar, just a bunch of guys that clicked mm-hmm. that would kind of – we called it a club, but it was more like we were just learning from each other. That's right. Yeah. Now, yeah. we're old guys, so, Dave, it was pre-video, right? We didn't we didn't have any of that video shit back then. But <laughs> How cool would it have been, though, when we were in our, like, late teens, early 20s to I have YouTube? Video back then. Oh, yeah. my God. Come on, man. Yeah. It, it would have been awesome. That would have been it, a good time. But it's fine. Now, I need to know, did you guys have any initiation – 
into this ripping lips club? Like well, any hazings? <laughs> any? Did you well, did you put Mark through any kind of no, bashings or hazings? <laughs> it was actually kind of you come around us, come yeah. hang out at a tournament. Yeah, you know, and I'm gonna let the hit squad tell the tale. Yeah, you know, so yeah. if, if you just mold in, yeah, you mold in. You yeah, know? and yep. everyone and I said it was crazy because you know I, I originally started like me and my brother, and every year one or two more people will come into the crew. Yeah. You know, until now we're like a huge family. Yeah. You know, and I, and I look back, to me, the biggest thing of all of it, like I said, to able to record all that stuff. Yeah. So when I look back at a video that was in 2006, 2007, like, wow. Yeah. Looking at him, me and him yeah. with his son, and he's, you know, six years old, you yeah. know, and it's like, and now he's older. Yeah. I'm like, I love it. Like, yeah. yeah. We'll always have that. Yeah. The memories, it, man. The memories. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool. And I, I want, uh, for everybody watching, I want to dive into this, um, the Ripping Lips a little bit uh, deeper. Man, we talked about it upstairs. Yeah. I want to go back and tell the story. <laughs> Pete, you're going to get a kick out of this. So I, I remember, and, you know, it was back in the MySpace <laughs> days. Yeah. The MySpace days. Yeah, the MySpace days. And I remember we kind of started communicating somehow, and I found your material. Uh-huh. And uh, this is back when I was living at the condo, Pete. <laughs> so this is – you're right. This is 2000, probably mid-2000s. Yeah, 2006, 2007. Right around right. there. Mm-hmm. I'm living at the condo in Voorhees, and I, I'm, like, watching these videos – that O's putting out, and I'm enthralled with them. And uh, and and you know it's it's hard to describe unless you've seen one. And Brian, we're gonna show we're gonna show a couple videos as the show goes on tonight. But there is this very raw energy in your stuff that makes you excited. It makes you want to be there fishing. Yeah. And I was drawn to that. So I started text. I started sending. I can't remember how the messaging system worked. Yeah. I but I sent you some yeah, messages on MySpace. Uh-huh. What did you think? Do you think it was some crazy kook? Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, uh, I, I definitely, when I first saw it, I was like, I did the lips, like, that's not Mike. I can like, trolling me or something. Like, you know? but, but at the same time, at the same time, I'm like, if this is him, yeah, my whole world, like, I, like, nah, like, I'm just out here doing a little thing, doing my thing. Yeah. Mike, I can Nelly see, and then he's like, I'm seeing you from afar, and I love it. <laughs> I looked at my I'm wife watching from afar. You I saw from my wife. Afar. I said, "Mike Iconelli." I I told everybody. I called. I called everybody I know. After that, you couldn't tell me nothing. You would have thought I was. Like, I said, "You know what? I'm Mike Iconelli." <laughs> I, I, I am the captain now. El captain only. Yeah. And and from there, I said, "Wow." And I told him the wife was like, "Send him some shirts and stuff." So I, I got on there, I found an address. For, I don't know where I was, found an address, and I shipped it off. Yes. And I was like, I don't know if he got it or if it. And then to walk in the day, Check you and out. saw Brian Carpenter. You got to be my first shirt. You got to be a real yeah, Ripper List fan to have that shirt. To have that shirt. If you got Everybody that shirt, have that shirt. <laughs> look at the, look at the hook. Favorite fisherman's favorite fisherman. So whoever's your favorite fisherman. I'm that guy's favorite hey, fisherman. Look at, that, look at the upside down there, punch uh, hook. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at the hook. Very incorrect. Right. Dave Brodzik, look at this incorrect placement of the hook. Right. And the funny thing is, I never bass fish, so I didn't, he I didn't know. know. That was a popular fish that everybody liked to catch. I said, well, this shirt probably be 
cool to put on. And, you know, my buddy was like, well, where do I put it? I said, I don't know. Just, just do put something it on. with it. You know, and put it on there. Just put the hook anywhere. Yeah. Put it in his yeah. anal face. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? And it's a funny story to go oh, when I first man. made my first shirt. So the first shirt, I, I came up with the name, and I was like, I was Rip Lips. You know, I was Rip Lips Williams. That was my name. I said, that's going to be the company. That's it. So I go down. I start the company. I press up like 20 shirts. And it was R-I-P-L-I-P-S. So I'm like, I got the shirt and I put it on. I said, oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm legit now. I walk on my chest out. So I go, my cousin, I went to his house. He had like 10 of his friends there. And I said, you know what? I'm about to go show off this shirt. So I go in and I said, yeah, my fishing company, fellas, I'm Rip Lips. Then my cousin go, he, we always crack jokes. He go, Flag. oh, my gosh, nobody didn't tell me. Yeah. And then I'm like, what? He was like, hot lips died? And I was like, hot lips? You know? And I was like, oh, my shirt. He was like, I was like, it's just Rip Lips. He said, oh. It said R.I.P. Lips. And I had a friend named Hot Lips, so I, I thought he died. And they all laughed at me so hard. I said, I took all the shirts and I just threw them away. Said, and then I switched the name to R.I.P.P.N. L.I.P.P.S. Ripping Lips. Oh, and then I switched it. Hot Lips died? That was my buddy. Hot Lips. Oh, my God. I got to tell you, it was amazing to me to see some of that stuff and i gotta tell you you know when you look at it today and i don't know if you know this but you're very pioneering when it comes to this whole craze that's going on right now like i'm glad you said that yeah i was wondering what 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 day and what year that they were going to give me a little bit of that respect for being one of the pioneers yes. of the guys who kind of listen to me way. i've been watching this game <laughs> from over a lot of years <laughs> and i would definitely put you in that oh, does it. that feel good because it, it, you you i really believe you were part of the start of this movement now mm-hmm. yeah. that is the the videos that we see on fishing that's that's yeah. got to feel good yeah it, it it took a while to get to that point because most of the time i was just having fun but then when i start going places or being on the water and people would recognize me, or a father and son was like, we never, a father and son caught me in the water. Right when I was pulling out, he said, it's that's Ripping Lips. His son was so excited. He had his Ripping Lips shirt. I signed it. And his father said, me and my son was trying to figure out something to do, because my son said, I never take him to do anything. Yeah. We sat and watched all your videos. Yes. And now we're fishermen. Yes. And it touched me so deep. I said, yeah. wow. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, it's really, and, you know, and then to see the other kids, like, I saw a kid, he was like, I grew up watching you. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like. Wow. Yeah. And it 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 means so much to me now. And then when I look back and I'm like, I'm glad I got that body of work out there. And for people to be like, because of you, you you made it cool, you made it fun. Yeah. You know. And and I I appreciate I appreciate yeah. all the fans it's, and everybody. It's awesome. And you know when you're part of um, growing the sport, which which you've done, which you've done, we've all done it. Pete, you've done a great job at it. Mm-hmm. That feels good. Yeah, it does. You know what I mean? Because um. The only way to grow it is to keep people interested. Exactly. To get kids interested. Yeah. And you know, and and to keep it fresh. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. And and so you're part of growing the sport. Yeah, it's I said, I, awesome. I, I, I don't want to follow the flow. I want to be the flow. Yeah. You know? <laughs> be the flow. Be the flow. Be the flow. I am the flow. Now, now, oh, on that note, I got uh, and remember, I've got the very best oh, back here man, doing man. this. Okay. Dirty work. Hit me uh, everybody in this room in our show, we have some pretty good AKAs. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, you take the cake. Let me let me let me start. Let me start right here. Okay. Oh, oh AKA the ambassador 
of the Delta, <laughs> a.k.a. Mr. Perfect Cast, a.k.a. your favorite fisherman's favorite fisherman, a.k.a. Rip Lip Williams, a.k.a. Magic O, a.k.a. Ooh, oh, la, la, oh. Where the hell? Where'd you cut all these a.k.a.s at? I can keep going on and on. This is three pages of a.k.a.s. <laughs> Uh, that's just how it always been. <laughs> you know, I, I never, it got to the point where I would crack so many jokes and so much stuff. Mark wouldn't even come practice with me. He's like, I can't even do this. We're just laughing too hard. You can concentrate. Yeah, I'll just be sitting there in the back, like I'm gonna kick my feet up and I'm gonna have I got music on. And I said, oh, the music loves the temptations. The fish love the temptations. Little catch fish now because the temptations are on. <laughs> you know, it's, I just love having a good time. Like I always have. I always want to bring the positive energy and. That's how it's always been That's with awesome. me. You know, and, awesome. and the names, they just keep coming. I'll just it. wake up, I'll go out there and fish, and I'll do a video. And then a name will come to my head, and I'll be like, oh, that's going to kill him. <laughs> and then I'll switch my name again. So who knows what I'll go Why well, aspire to have as many AKs as you have? I really do. I'm going to start shooting you some. You should. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me remind everybody, Pete, watching tonight, that we want to hear from them. Mm-hmm. Lots of ways to do it. Hit us up on our IM instant messaging board. Also, you can hit us up on our social media channels at Ike Live Show, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Dave Brodzik, you got something going on back there. You want to catch us up on some stuff? Well, no, we have a couple IMs for the guys. Awesome. awesome. What you got? All right. First one to Mark from a guy named McGregory. All right. And basically what he wants to know is, and it's to Mark, I'm a black angler from Seattle. I really got into tournament fishing about a year ago when yeah. I joined my club. At first, I was intimidated by all of the well-off white guys. No offense to anyone, but it took a bit for me to take. To, it took a bit for them to take me seriously. Mm-hmm. He's 21 years old, and it's hard for him to find a mentor. He wants to know: Did you have a mentor to show you the ropes off to start, or did like did you figure it out on your own? And um, okay. like, what's his name again? Yeah, it's M. A. Gregory. I don't know if it's McGregory or I don't know. I don't know. We'll just call him Gregory. We'll just do that. Uh, Yeah, I kind of did have a mentor, man. Uh, Actually, uh, good good family friend, one of my dad's best friends growing up, Doug Rogers, uh, is his name, and he's actually the first person to introduce me to the technical bass fishing, like actually getting on a bass boat for the first time, actually picking up a casting rod for the first time. Yes, you know, he was 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 very influential in the beginning stages of me learning the ropes of being a, a real bass fisherman yeah. you know other than just having a box full of baits and just fishing you know this time of year you use this this time of year you use that this that and the third like i picked all of that up from him so to answer his question uh yes i did have a mentor um but 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 on a side note too uh, what was the rest of what he said something about being intimidated by, by by people or something? Not not necessarily. Not that he was Not that people intimidated him, but yeah. he felt intimidated being around a bunch of basically what he says is oh, rich white, white, guys. white guys. Yeah. Yeah yeah. Don't don't be intimidated. I mean that's we're we're all fishermen. We all love this sport. White black are indifferent. It doesn't matter. It's not a. There's no color lines in that. You know this is this is bass fishing. Is what this is. Um, <clears throat> so I I wouldn't feel uncomfortable. Go do what you do. Um, you know at the end of the day we're all like minded. We all love this sport, man. So. You shouldn't you shouldn't have many many problems there, uh, but it's it's definitely going to be an uphill battle because it's not a it's not an easy game. So stay focused, stay positive, and keep pushing, man. 
I, I like your answer. Like, I, I, fishing is what brings a lot of people together. Absolutely. From Big time. Dependent economics, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's like when, once you get out there, the, the fish makes everybody equal. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, it don't matter. Nothing <laughs> matters, and uh, that that part is cool. But uh, one thing, I mean, you you've you somehow learned how to get into the winner circle. That's hard to do. Did <laughs> did you have somebody guide you specifically in in a mentor fashion, or was did uh, or did you just find that on your own? And this and this is something that I stress to anybody looking to get into this sport. It starts right here, and every one of us in this room can vouch for this. If you don't got it in your heart, and I mean it, got to be in your heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to be extremely passionate about Definitely. this because. The people that you're competing about, they eat, sleep, drink, live, That's right. poop, bass fishing. So you're not going to just wake up, oh, I like to fish today, yeah. and go out and bust heads. It doesn't happen like that. So <clears throat> you need to be extremely passionate about what you do. And that's what I think has always pushed me um, through a lot of adversity of not having money to fish tournaments and all that. The passion, I found a way. I worked harder at this, or I went and cut lawns, or whatever you had to do to make it happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's what separates winners from the grand scheme of you know just your everyday bass fishermen. Yeah, I, I think that's true, and I think that's true in every walk of life. Absolutely, if you're another athlete in another sport, or if right. you've got a job in the city i think that drive is yep. what what separates guys for sure i think you're i think you're right I, I it's something in my mind that never leaves me yeah like when it gets quiet yeah i'm going back to that tournament and what i could have done differently yeah. to capture that fish or when you know whatever i'm when i'm working whatever i'm doing it just never leaves yeah. my mind competitor that's yeah. how you should think absolutely dave brodzik we got some more coming in we have two for can't hear you dave oh. go ahead we have two for O. All right. Slamming lunks like donks wants to see Hunter Shryock and O make a video together. Oh, that'd be good. Uh, I applaud that. Hey. I'd like to see that. All right. All right. Hunter has some dope videos. Yeah. yeah that'd be I'd good. I'd love to see that. Yeah. We might be able to hook that up. Yeah, make no that doubt. Happen. All right. Yeah. I like that. Definitely what else we got, Dave? And also, O. Yes, sir. Someone would like to know and have you explain about your Best Fest victory. Ooh. Bass fest. Ooh. Hey, oh, don't explain too much. <laughs> the belt. I won the belt. Well, I mean, coming under coming under Mark, it, I just I acquired all like the, the the fight, the how how he put together a tournament, how he the winning, how he wants to win. It like came over to me like this was the only guy that I knew, the yeah. only guy I talked to, so. When I go out there, it was more like I wanted to impress Mark to let him know, hey, I'm out here fishing hard. I'm out here practicing. I'll call. I'll get home. I'll call him. I'll let him know, like, listen, this is what I found. This is what went wrong. This went right. And um, he was always so motivating to me. Always. I mean, even when he left Alabama, he would call me. Oh, how's that tournament? You got the tournament this weekend. How's the bike? You've been practicing. What's going on? Yeah. You know. And I stayed out there because of him. I worked extra hard. I worked hard. For every W I ever got, you know, yeah. because I put in the work. When I first started, I would lose, like, every tournament. Plus, he had me in, like, the pros, and I never even bass fished before, you know. But <laughs> I was like, why? Everybody's so good here. You know? And every time I call him, I'm like, like, everybody's beating me. And I was like, you came back with 27. I had, like, seven pounds. Like, what am I doing wrong? He said, oh, it takes time. You yeah. got to build up yeah. to that. You got to play the temptation. Yeah, and, yeah. exactly. The temptation, yeah. you know. And, and then stuff just start, start clicking with me. Start clicking. And then I became 
the ambassador of the Deltas. <laughs> you know? and, 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 but that was my goal. I, I didn't care about the money. I didn't care about the plaques. It was the respect that I wanted. Yeah. I wanted to be, when I used to go to the Delta terms with the top guys and see Mark and all those guys standing there and everybody's in awe. And they would walk by me like I was invisible. Yeah. You know, I said, I want to be in that circle. Yeah. And then when I got to that level, when they passed, I'm like, hey, good tournament. And I'm like, mm-hmm. he noticed me. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I, I build from that to a level where any tournament I go to now, I feel like I can win. I yeah. don't feel like I can't. I, I feel like a, a winner all the time. Oh, try being friends with Ike and Ellie on a Delaware River tournament. Me and Brian are bringing record bags. Mike brings in five short fish and makes Uncle Don weigh them in, and everyone's over there with Mike's boat. No one's saying oh, no. shit to us. <laughs> <laughs> Little tricks of the trade. <laughs> well, the problem is the music you're playing. You should yeah. be playing The Temptations. The Temptations. Dave plays Megadeth. Yeah. Oh. I think the fish, when you have the music, your attitude, it's like if someone walked in his room and they were like with the face and all that, you could pick that up without them even saying anything. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. the fish know that too. So when I come in with the Chuck E. Cheese smile, the Temptations <laughs> playing, a little shoulder lean or something, the fish like, I want to be a part of that party. I want to be Jump in that party. It's like Gordita. osmosis. Yeah. Reverse osmosis. Yeah. Maybe you need a channel on HydroWave. Oh, your own channel. Yeah. The O sound. The O sound. Oh, yeah. Wow. Nice. Fish will literally jump in the boat with that sound. <laughs> this sounds nice. like a licensing agreement to me. Oh, man. Yeah. How would it sound? Finder's fee. How would it sound? <laughs> la, la, la. La, la, la. La, la, la. La, la, la. Hey. That's, that's it right that's there. That's it right there. Huh? Okay. Just check. Set me up with my highway. Okay, to, I got you. I got you. Yeah, 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 come see me. Yeah, Rip yeah, lips. I will. Th Marine, yeah. are you listening? <laughs> you need this sound. <laughs> you must have this sound. Oh. Channel O. That's right. <laughs> I play that. I would play it. Yeah. So when you're out there, you have a hard time. Channel your inner O, and uh, you'd be shocked at the stuff that you nice. might happen out there in the water. Girls. Magic is what I call it. Hey, uh, uh, he just gave you a new name. That needs to be the YouTube channel's the- channel O. Channel O. I like that. Channel O. Channel O. I'm, I'm loving it, bro. Yes. AKA. Your very own channel. I need it. I need it. Oh, good right now. Hey, oh, but yes, hey, tell him how you. But see, I'm curious now too. Yes, sir. Because you won that belt, and, and and if you follow O, you see him on social media. Dude, always got the belt on. He always got. He always got they, a belt on. When they said they wanted to give me a plaque and they were giving me a belt, I said y'all gave the belt to the wrong guy. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that, where's the belt? Once I got the belt, that's when I feel like I became the ambassador. <laughs> because nobody has a belt, you know. So I went fishing the next day, and the belt walked around, caught fish, and then um, for Halloween, I put my robe on. Got to have a robe. Robes have to have a robe, have and robes. I had the belt on, and uh, I went as the ambassador of Delta. Yeah, yeah. Who else would I go as? Hey, uh, like, why not? But Bass Fest was great. I mean, um. I handed out a lot of ass kickings that day. <laughs> you know, and, and, and I, I got to level. I, I, I love all the guys on the Delta. They show me so much love, and I feel home. You know, yeah. that's that's where the robe comes in. Yeah. Cause I feel like I'm at home. <laughs> I walk into the tackle store and robe. I walk in it. It's just party. It's just part of it. It's comfortable. Any professional fisherman or a fisherman who feels he's professional. Should have at least two robes. <laughs> minimum. minimum. A minimum. A minimum one robe. with a hood, one without a hood. <laughs> I have I have my robe. You do have a robe. You there you go. You got, yeah. one, Pete. you got three. 
I got you <laughs> the most interesting man in the world rope. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Don't Point say at the camera. Rope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Brian the Carpenter has a robe also, but they had it custom mended in the front. <laughs> to compensate for the extra there in the front. We won't talk about that. Talk about that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> I had a, a, that was there one time, the show. I had to get that out there. Thank uh, you. I, I, I want to get back. Pete mentioned it, but I want to um, skate back a little bit, Mark, yeah. and talk about um, the Federation Championship that you won. Yeah, man. That's big, and, and I, I can yeah, really relate to that. Oh, I know you can. As a big win. <laughs> That's right. Tell me a little bit about that, and then... How that win kind of springboarded you uh, to where you were headed next. Literally, <clears throat> literally changed my life. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> man, I don't even know where to start with it, man. But I, uh, you know, I qualified to make the, the national championship. I drive out to Grand Lake of the Cherokees, which is now one of my favorite lakes, of course. <laughs> I bet. But, I mean, it's hey, just a great lake. Did you did you qualify through the Georgia Federation? No, no. Or Alabama the, Federation? No, California. California. Yeah, this is years okay. before I even considered moving to okay well not years but be, you know prior to me moving to alabama uh you know i qualified through the, through the tbf so you made it again i made yeah i made i made this i made the uh i never this is the only time i ever made nationals i made the divisionals three or four times over gotcha. the years okay but i've only out of 10 years of fishing tbf you know people people kind of get a misconception about the grassroots game i mean these guys are hammers they just hammers. They, don't, they don't got the mega hammers. dollars to come play in you know the elite or the, the best tour or at the local lakes yep. that you're fishing. Absolutely, for sure. twenty, oh, yeah. thirty year veterans. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Out there battling, it's been been killing it, dude. Mm-hmm. The Schneiderites, <laughs> right? The, the Cowans, yep. exactly. Yeah. Hammers, bro. So I'm Hammers. competing against them for ten years. Out of the ten years of fishing TBF, I make it all the way to the nationals one time in 2013. Grand Lake of the Cherokees. I drive my boat, <clears throat> me and my dad. We drive out from California. 28 hours later, get to Grand Lake of the Cherokees practice i practiced for uh they allowed us two days of practice out of your boat then they provided you a boat for the final day of practice which was kind of like a test run of the tournament day so you had a blast off time you had to be back at three o'clock short day short day with your day one partner yeah Hmm. one day in that boat that's a that's that's a bear all by itself waypoints i mean you got a lot of stuff going on right so i'm like man well my last day of practice in my boat I'm cruising around Horse Creek on Horse Grand Lake. Creek? Yeah. Real wide. Looks looks very safe. And I'm just cruising. And all of a sudden, I knock my whole lower unit off, bro. Wow. So you hit boom, one boom, of them boom. Oh, I hit foundation? One of my, yeah, I'm not even looking at my graph. I'm just I'm just driving around cruising looking for areas of fish. Yeah. Right? And I roll up on these rock piles. And, I mean, it tore my rig up, bro. Wow. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to get back and all that. Well, anyways, I make it back. Didn't have a great practice out of the first two days at all. I'm on an unfamiliar lake. I didn't get any. I didn't get any help on it. I'm just there trying to fish, and we got this last day of practice in their boat now. So I get back to the dock, get all my crap transferred over. I mean, it's super late at night. All this cold, freezing, cold front comes through that day. It's freezing cold. I get out there that last day of practice, and me and my day one partner, and uh, I had never fished an Alabama rig, never in my life, and I had one that my travel partner brought with him. Yeah. So I typed that sucker up, and the first two spots I stop on, and uh, it's uh, Drowning Creek. Drowning Creek. The Another first creek. two spots I stop on, back-to-back five-pounders. Wow. And I'm like, light bulb goes off. Ding! Right? <laughs> and I'm like, all right. So 
put the rod down. Okay? I'm done fishing for today. I drive all through this creek, and I'm just marking stuff that looks good. That looks right. That looks right. That looks right. And I just do that through the whole creek. Come back on day one, and I fish all these spots. And, I mean, I didn't wreck them on day one, but I caught 18 pounds. Right. Solid bag. And I was sitting in, uh, I can't remember a place, but I, I was I was second in my division. So you had to you had to win uh, your, how did that work? I think you had to win, you had to be the number one angler out of your division to make it to the BFL All-American. Ah. But obviously only the winner qualified to go to the Cup. So I'm still one man down. So I'm like, dang, I had a solid day, but dude had four pounds ahead of me. I said, that's all right, I'm just going to go out tomorrow, we're going to put it down. Yeah. Go out day two. Catch the biggest bag of the tournament. Wow. Just shy of 25 pounds. Wow. And I had one like almost big eight. Big bag. Oh, grand. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> big old eyeballs, big giant females pre-spawn. I mean, yeah. we, we caught it right. Yeah. And uh, long story short, man, I ended up winning a tournament, man, and it was the greatest three days of my life, man. Wow. And that's, uh, that's how it all got started, man. That was yeah. the beginning. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty impressive. Well, a couple things you said impressed me. The the hat. You know, getting to that level with all that pressure and find getting those two five pounders and having the wherewithal to say, this is a pattern lake. I'm yeah. not familiar with it, mm. and I'm not going to mm. fish, which would be the normal tendency where guys would just fish it out the yeah. rest of practice. Yeah. You 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 went and found some similar stuff, and 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 you didn't fish it. Yep. So it, it kind of left you with that enthusiasm that you were going to go out and be able to get them off of those spots on tournament day. I felt like it anyways, yeah. yeah. You know, you know, bass fishing, you never know. But I was like, <laughs> if I run around and keep jacking them, obviously I won't catch them. So yeah. I'm like, instead of doing that, which was a tough decision, but I didn't have I didn't have nothing else. So it was like nothing to lose, man. So let's yeah. go mark everything that looks right. Mm-hmm. So in, in case that they are there, I'll catch them in a tournament. And that was the case. Man, it sure that was. was. The case, yeah. You blew, you blew them away. I saw it like you won like by seven pounds. Yeah, like seven and a half pounds, something like that. Yeah, it was, it was, it was one of them weeks, man. That's yeah. crazy. It's interesting because I can relate to, you know, a win at that level being mm-hmm. uh, life changing. And I, you know, had the similar thing That's early right. on. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, through, through the, the Bass Federation at the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, big difference was you, you won and you made your way with it. You won like living the dream package. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you got entry fees and a boat and truck and right. yeah and all that stuff. It kinda, yeah. made it kind of easy on me, Mike. You yeah, know. that's all right. Oh, yeah, it yeah. was still game changing. But <laughs> no, here's but here's what I want to do, Brian DeCarpenter. Yes. How you doing back there? Brian. Yep, yep. Okay. Here's what I want to do, Mark. Hold yes, hold it, because I want to pause it right here. I want to pause it this moment. Yep. And I'm, when I pick back up, I want to talk about this shift now, where you're going to start. You're you're going to shift to. Starting this pro career fishing, I want to I want to pick back up on that. Yeah. We're gonna take a little break. When we come back, we're gonna get another champion Who, on the phone. Who's that? Say his name. Davy Height. Okay. We're gonna have Davy Height live Skype Skype Brian or phone. Skype. He's we're gonna have Davy Height on Skype when we get back. Another champion. In the meantime, as we wait, let's uh, let's play a little piece with Circuit Breaker. We got one. I do. Okay. Nice. Uh, a little right. MDJ on Circuit Breaker. We can nice. play during the break. Hang in there with us when we come back. Classic champ, multiple AOI champ, the one and only, my hero, one of my heroes, Davey Height, when we come back. Ike Live, hang in there with us. <laughs> 